Does caring for my soul really matter? It's not a silly question. Grab a cuppa and find a quiet space to join me, Carly Thompson, for a little spiritual soul timeout as we talk about the state of your soul. good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Jesus is asking us a great question, isn't he? He does that. He asks questions to wake you and I up, to shake up our thinking. Essentially, he's trying to turn our eyes toward the worth of our soul, to awaken you and I to this truth. Your soul matters. Your soul is precious to Jesus. Your soul is the greatest gift you can give to Him. We can have all the things, the titles, the positions we ever wanted, but at what cost to our soul? I still remember the first time I really heard the words in Placide Capu's Oh Holy Night, a classic Christmas carol one that I never paid much attention to until I became a follower of Jesus. I was reading the words as I sung along as a mere 19-year-old who had been incredibly broken and did not understand her true value. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Saviour's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Seriously, I get tears every time I read that line, every time. A thrill of hope, the weary soul rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Again, the tears keep coming. (laughs) For the first time, that's what I knew I had felt in Christ. My inner being, my soul, who I am and the way that I live, breathe and have my being with my creator matters. My soul had been weary. My soul had lost hope. But in Christ, becoming a follower of Christ, my soul came awake and alive and was filled with joy over the new hope of the new day dawning. But somewhere along the way, in the busyness of life and ministry and teaching and all the things that life sometimes gets consumed with, I think my soul lost its value in my eyes. I wanted to be more productive and I wanted to be achieving things and reaching big dreams and um, ticking off boxes. And the soul part of me, the most precious part of me, wasn't my priority. Ten years later, I began to remember the value and importance of my soul as I read Alicia Britt Sholey's book, Anonymous, Jesus's Hidden Years and Yours. As a new mother, I had just left the ministry of teaching to delve into the ministry of motherhood and I embarked on a soul journey of sorts, 
one that wasn't all about dreaming big or chasing big things, but one that found the hidden season of motherhood a gift, a gift to slow down and listen, to listen for the lessons God would teach me and teach me he did. The most marvelous things on this journey were learning to pay attention, to pay attention to God at work in the seasons, in the world around me, and in my interior life, my soul. I learned to marvel in awe and wonder alongside my boys as we jumped in muddy puddles and collected shells along the beach and saw the size of giraffes for the first time. Their faces, oh my goodness, one of my most precious memories. Then as I explored Anne Voskamp's 1000s Gifts book, I learned to be grateful. I learned to be grateful in all the small ways and how gratefulness would build up in my soul and flow out in a desire to serve and love and help others. And then a few years later, when I felt like people were asking me to give up those precious parts of my soul for all the wrong reasons, I was able to stand firm and hold on to truth because I was handed a book that reminded me that my soul was the most precious part of me and it was worth protecting. Now I'm 40. I'm working full-time as a teacher again and I love it. And after two years of a pandemic, I feel to fight not only for my soul, but for your soul too. To remind you, my sweet teacher friend, that you and your soul are worth fighting for. You know where you are at and if you are feeling a little weary and tired and wondering if you are going to make it, can I ask you to take a good look at the state of your soul? And I want you to ask yourself these questions. One, does your soul feel awake and alive right now? Two, what truly makes your soul come alive. Three, what in your life is stagnating your soul? Four, what are you and your soul prepared to let go of? Five, what do you and your soul need to journey through so that you can become more awake and alive and inspired? Take some time to be reflective in a journal or just sit and think about these questions. You might find yourself being able to make decisions for yourself and your soul based off of these questions. Perhaps you'd like to take it a little bit further and speak to a professional like a counsellor or a close friend about how you are feeling and the state of your soul and what would be the next right steps for you. For me, I had to lean into hidden years of listening and learning finding wonder again, being grateful for all the little things and letting go of things that would hurt my soul. I had to do these intentionally and I still have to do these things intentionally today to protect and guard my soul. I do it because it is the most precious gift I have been given. And Jesus never asks you to sacrifice your soul. Thanks for joining me for episode 15 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. 
I hope today's episode has got you thinking. I hope that you are going to ask yourself those questions and really tend to what your soul needs right now. Maybe there are some people in your world that you know are soul weary and tired as well and this would be the perfect episode to share with them, to help them and encourage them on the journey, to remind them that they're not alone in the soul weariness and that there is a way forward. I'd love to hear from you. I have been really enjoying getting little drop-ins in my inbox, in my email um, at carly at carlythompson.com. And I've also been enjoying um, some feedback on Instagram um, at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach. It's so wonderful to hear about your journeys. I love that we're doing this together. I love that we're not alone in this soul care, spiritual health as teachers in ministry full-time ministry, doing big jobs in big hours, in big ways, but not alone. And that together we are stronger and together we are better as we care for our interior lives. Remember, caring for the state of your soul matters. It is important. It is the most precious part of you and it is a gift. And if you're not quite sure where to start, start with prayer. Allow me to share a quote with you from Abraham Joshua Hichel. Prayer cannot bring water to parched fields or mend a broken bridge or rebuild a ruined city, but prayer can water an arid soul, mend a broken heart and rebuild a weakened will.